Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast, last on the leaderboards, but first in your hearts. And this week belongs to Rose Zhang, most recent champion, one of one. Actually, that wasn't strong enough. This whole year probably belongs to Rose Zhang. This whole decade will probably belong to Rose Zhang, maybe the next two decades. And surely when she retires, the first thing that will pop up in the highlight montage of her career will be the interview she had when she walked off that green after winning the playoff, where when Karen Supples asked her a question, all she could respond with is, what is even happening right now? That's probably the second best answer she could have given to Hello World. I kind of wish she went with the Hello World, just kind of an F you to the league and an homage to Tiger saying she's next. But that's just not the kind of winner she is. Um, she's a humble winner. She always has been. She always seems really excited whenever she wins, as if it's a surprise when she wins 80% of her college tournaments. Every kid wants to be here, and every parent wants their kid to be like her or just kidnap her, one or the other. And she has a real opportunity in her hands. She could really elevate women's golf to levels that it hasn't reached since probably Annika Sorenstam. She's incredibly charismatic. She's got an awesome golf swing, no weaknesses in her game. And she even has a killer name, Rose Zhang. Like if she was like Grace Zhang, it just wouldn't have the same oomph as Rose does. She even has a, a name of a champion. And this couldn't have happened at a better time. It, it seems like Michelle Wee is really trying to grow the game and she's going to try to host as many tournaments, get as many sponsors, be the face of the LPGA or at least kind of the back of the LPGA. I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up on the board or something like that. So uh, what better time for the face of the LPGA, also her mentoree with uh, Roseng. And then secondly, women's sports is on fire right now. Forbes dubbed it the fastest growing live TV audience and the March Madness was up 81% and National Women's League soccer was up 453%. Obviously, on the NCAA side, there's Caitlin Clark, who's out of University of Iowa, who's going to turn pro next year. I'm, I'm sure she's going to take over the WNBA, just as Rose is going to take over the LPGA. Caitlin Clark, also a golfer. She's going to play in the John Deere Pro-Am, so I'm sure her and Rose will end up being friends. They're probably going to elevate women's golf to the next level. But here's the problem with women's golf. And I mean, for lack of a better term, the women's golf needed saving. Yeah, I said it. It needed saving. It needed a hero. It needed a, a figure, a face, a dominant figure, one that kids can get behind, one that people can be fans of. And dynasties are good for sports. And Rose can really be a dynasty. She's going to definitely put butts in stands. She's definitely bring people to the crowds. And that is what women's golf is ultimately missing. When you watch women's golf on TV, it, it's absolutely dry. There's no people, there's no crowds, and there's just no energy. It's like watching COVID basketball. It just wasn't the same. They had to pump in fake crowd noise. Why did they pump in fake crowd noise? Because it makes a difference. It, it, it heightens the energy. And that is what the LPGA really, really needs. It doesn't have the heightened energy. And Rose is going to bring that with all of her fans. She's She has a chance to be the next Annika Sorenstam. And Annika is probably still the face of the LPGA. And now there's a chance that Rose Zhang will now be the face. And that is what the LPJ. Granted, that's what the PJ Tour needs as well. But the PJ Tour, Tiger Woods is still the face, and that face is fading fast. But the LPJ has theirs. This league is going to go to new heights if Rose Zhang wants it. And it seems like she does. It seems like she really cares about growing this game. It's hers, again, if she wants it. Also in this podcast, we talk the Memorial Tournament. Congrats to Victor Hovland. And on top of that, we make our bets for the RBC Canadian Open. We have this new segment where we're all going to give each other a thousand fake dollars and we're going to put a thousand dollars in every week. And 
we're going to tally it up for the whole year and whoever loses at the end of the year is going to have to do a punishment and we got some funny punishments so if you want to hear it keep listening but first here is harry styles We're back. We're here with myself, Nico Mendoza, Austin Amaya, and our guest for this week is a former teammate of ours, Ryan Tetrault. Well, not not Austin. Austin, you would have been our teammate. Yes. If you didn't <laughs> flunk out of community He's college. <laughs> uh, and Ryan, uh, Ryan, hit us with your hottest golf take. Oh, man. I have so many. We're going to unpack all of them over the next. No, no. Just, uh, just one. Just, no, no, no. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. This the is an sing- interview. The single hottest take that I have is that Scheffler is going to be out of the top 50 in the world within the next three years. <laughs> All right. It's a massive yeah. take. All right. So this is where we're at. Um, a cold take is that Rosang is probably going to be the best player in three years, two years. I mean, now, uh, now she might be the <laughs> best now. LPJ golfer. All right. Now this has turned into a hot take, <laughs> but just wins the NCAA championship 13 days ago and then wins the Mizuho America's, America's open. By the way, the Mizuho, it looks just like Mizuno. Yeah. I was like, confused. It's all that. blue. I do agree. Yeah. What is Mizuho? Uh, it's like an investment firm. Is it, no, it's a, it's a bank, right? It's like, I don't want to get, I don't want to guess it. It'll turn nasty. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> what is Mizuho? Wrong answers only. <laughs> Hopefully a stock that I could short. <laughs> All right, so Rosig, <laughs> the future greatest of all time. So, unfortunately, this isn't the first time we've seen it. Probably the last time we've seen it is Lydia Ko. She won two LPGA events as an amateur and turned pro at 16. She won one as a 15-year-old, one as a 16-year-old. Yeah, the makeover really screwed her up. Really screwed her up. She lost a lot of weight. Got know, hotter. Got, 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 got rid of that too. Golf. Oh, man. <laughs> Just saying it how it is. To you're be you're like you're sober too. Silver? What you're dead sober, right? Uh, I mean, not really. One <laughs> beer, two white. Well, yeah, one beer, two white claws. Legally, he's not sober. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so that's a non-sober take. So that's fine. Uh, but she won twice on the LPGA as a 16 year old. But she had like the glasses, some ill-fitting clothes. She, I would characterize it as like no girls wanted to be Lady Oko other than the skills on the golf course. I think plenty of girls want to be like Rose. Incredibly charismatic, wears normal clothes, beautiful golf swing. Yeah, she's Lydia Ko 2.0, but and just way better. And yeah, and, and she played in America, whereas Lydia Ko played in New Zealand for most of the year. And we saw her three times and she won all three, right? She won the USM. She won... LPG events and all that stuff. But then, you know, she kind of just like Michelle, we life kind of won and hopefully she's happy. I mean, she seems very happy. She just got married to an ultra uber wealthy man. I don't think life won for Michelle. We, well, I mean, it did. I mean, she, she married a, a wealthy man, like you said, but I mean, she quit golf because she, her golf swing changed drastically. And yes. It, which drastically for the worse. And that's why she fell off the face of the yeah. planet. The yips will do that, obviously. Right. But <laughs> she, she almost made the PJ tour cut at 15. That absolute is, yeah. phenom. In Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute phenom. But she, I, I mean, she went to college for four years, didn't compete in college. She went to school like a normal student playing an LPG schedule. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean, there ain't no way 
There ain't no way. That's it. That's just not going to have, you're not going to play good golf doing that. But I kind of wish with Rose, she either stayed all four years or didn't go to college at all. Mm. Right? Mm. Oh, she did the Tiger. Yeah, route. I think she did the Tiger. That's cool. I, that's, yeah, but then like she's, she's literally the greatest collegiate athlete of all time. True. How many but wins now she's going to be have? the greatest LBJ player of all time. And, but also, if she didn't go to college, she probably would have won. I mean, she won 80% of her college events this year. She'd won five times already. No she doubt. won five times already, yeah. at least. She's yeah. so good. At least, right? I don't, and I don't think anyone was shocked that she won this week. I mean, it was just like kind of, oh, like Our Rose buddy won. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, well, here's yeah. the crazy part. She said in the practice round, they said on the telecast that it was just a zoo of a week. She was just so dizzy. It was just so much to do. She just finished the national championship. So much press. Her agent was there. So much to do. On one hole, she had a, her caddy had to ask her how far she hits that club. How far do you hit that thing? She's like, I carry about 200. He's like, oh, sounds like the right club. So they have no chemistry. Just an old white guy <laughs> with some <laughs> young Asian girl. Like no chemistry whatsoever. That's crazy. And on the back nine, she waited on every single shot. She was staying behind a group who everyone shot over par. It was a really tough condition day. She plays fairly fast. And she waited on every shot. She was clearly nervous. She was kind of guiding it, playing with her C game. And she still won. I think if she had any of those, a caddy she knew, like even just her friend, if it, there wasn't a crazy media tour, 20 years ago, there's no media tour like this. And if the back nine played a normal pace, I think she wins by five. I think that's an interesting topic because a lot of people get on tour now and they feel like they have to change their whole entourage, their coaches, their caddies, the suits that they have in their entourages. So respectfully, I hope she finds somebody good, a friend or somebody that can guide her the right way. Yeah, Gilly was on the bag for Minji Lee when she won her last two majors. So a very accomplished caddy. But if I was her for her first week, I will just get like a teammate or like someone that she knows that on yeah, men's coach team. or college yeah. coach. Yeah. College a lot, coach. A lot of players do that. Yeah. Like yeah. First, first event college coach. Right. But this win was colossal because now she's a full-time LPJ member and this is a Solheim cup year. She can only play in the Solheim cup as a full LPJ member. So she had to win this year. She got out of the way. Secondly, she gets to pick her own schedule. If she finished in the top 10, but didn't win and she wasn't a full-time member, she would have had the chance to play this week. And by all accounts, I don't think she should. I mean, it's back in New Jersey, but she's supposedly supposed to move out of her dorm at Stanford. <laughs> do you see what she had to do today? She was like walking down the city with like the trophy and on Good Morning America. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I, I did not see that. It's just too much for someone who's just That's came crazy. from college golf, right? Yeah. I would take the week off for her. She I should, agreed. Yeah. yeah. I would 100%. not be playing. But if, if she didn't win, she probably had to. Right. Because it was just another chance to play. I'm sure she would have gotten plenty of sponsor starts, but it's like I, I, nothing's guaranteed. But now the whole year is guaranteed, and she's probably in the Solheim Cup. So absolutely massive win. But I just I just can't help but think, like, this is, like, the absolute perfect time for Roseanne to do what she's doing. I sent you guys the thing where women's sports is up 400% since 2022. And... From what I heard through the grapevine that Michelle Wee is trying to go all in on getting sponsors and growing the LPGA. And the LPGA and the PGA needs a superstar, needs a dominant figure. Dominant figures are good for sports. And I, we've been, we thought it was going to be Lydia Ko. It wasn't. We thought it was going to be one of the Jutarnagorn sisters, Aria first, then Moria. It wasn't. We thought it was going to be Nelly. It wasn't. And I know Rose might be the tiger to Nelly's Phil. Who knows? You know, we'll, we'll have to <laughs> I like see. That. 
Yeah. Well, I got out all my all my uh, Roseanne thoughts. You guys, anything? Like she's gonna be the new tiger. She's the L- the LPGA tiger. You said you just said it. You said that she's gonna be tiger. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get hate for that. She is. She is she gonna she's be the, the LPGA call? tiger. Hot take, but not a hot take. I don't even think that's hot. I don't think it's hot at all. Well, d- couldn't we have said that about Lydia Ko? I mean, yeah. But just given that she's played, like you were just saying, Rose played so well doing all that stuff, like she could have easily played bad. So like she hasn't even reached her potential yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I mean I think, easy to say that now. But I think if you put Rose like in a PGA Tour player, like same height. I mean, it was like kind of what happened to uh, Gordon. What was his name in the Masters? Sergeant. Yeah, Gordon oh, Sargent yeah. had all that hype on him behind him at the Masters. You know, probably had to do interviews that week. Goes out and shoots like 12 over for the first two days. Right. Completely. I mean, people were saying he can compete with PGA Tour players. And meanwhile, Sam Bennett's making a story of his own that week. Uh, because, I mean, maybe because he didn't have the media coverage that Gordon had. And he didn't have the pressure and the expectation to play well that Gordon had. And people were not expecting Sam to play well. I even remember looking at the odds. Uh, Gordon, Gordon Sargent over Sam Bennett. And I think Sam Bennett was like plus 260 over Gordon Sargent that week. And I mean, just everyone was expecting, you know, Gordon to play well, make the cut. And it wasn't, he wasn't even the story of the week. That's how you know you're a degenerate. You're looking at Sam Bennett versus Gordon Sargent odds <laughs> at the 2023 Masters. It's true. just there. I was just looking. Okay. That was good though. Yeah. I mean, Gordon is, was, is the number one player in the country. Yeah. And Sam didn't even make the top right. 10 on the PGA Tour U. I don't think he has any starts on the on the Corn Ferry next year. He's just outside, right? He's just outside of it. But <laughs> Played last week. Where? Yeah, Corn Ferry Tour? Memorial. No, Memorial. He played a Memorial. Who? Sam, Sam Bennett. Bennett. Sam Bennett played the Memorial? Yeah, yeah. He, he was like two or three under on his outward nine on the uh, first round. I think he maybe missed the cut. Uh, yeah, like he, was pretty, he was really close to making the cut. Why didn't I? I, played, I watched yeah. every round. How come I didn't know? Hey, anyway, they, there is no a, coverage. Uh, you think that that's a swing that can hold up over the next 10 years? We've actually talked, <laughs> yeah, about, yeah. This. talked um, about this a lot. <laughs> I, I, history so far says there hasn't been any major injuries for people who move like that. We think Will's Altors is a little bit different, but, um, and I'm speaking, hopefully I think it, it can hold up. I'm not saying it will. And I don't think it will, <laughs> but can it? History says, yes, it's it's kind of a nuts move, but you know I get a lot of heat for trying to defend Sam Bennett. Look, it's just a kid, young kid who's trying to play well. I've, I'm I'm on his side, but <laughs> Sam, yeah, I'm, I'm taking bets that he's going to be on Corn Ferry within the next you know two three years. Oh, you think he's going to be really good? Oh no, I think he's going to to the Corn Ferry. I don't think that he has a career on the tour. Oh, uh, I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. Staying there. Yeah. Well, he's going to have to earn his way to the Corn I've, Ferry. Too. I've heard the same from people that are close to him too. Yeah. Uh, Sam Bennett. Was even par after three rounds last week. It's so incredible. he, oh, it's great great yeah, great playing. I mean, he was in a good. Sp- I mean, wow. If he shoots, it can't be done on this golf course. As he shoots seven, eight under on Sunday, he's he wins. Right, right. Instead, he shot an eighty-four. Shot twelve. Oh, over. yeah. Okay, can it be done on that golf Billy, course? Billy shot coming. eighty-four too. So. <laughs> yeah, Billy shot, but on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Billy's a major champ. That's the difference. <laughs> that is the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> major champ. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's not a major yeah, champ. Yeah, Billy is not, but 
Didn't Billy win the U.S. Open? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He was oh, close, shit. but he's well, not. Right. Well, he's a, US, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a U.S. Open champ in my mind. He's a DP world champion. That's how good his swing is. You like, you like Billy? Yeah, I love Billy. <laughs> you like Billy? Do you yeah, like I that, do. He, that he cried on Thursday? I think his swing is pure. It's pretty good. Swing is pure. He's got yeah. some of the best sponsors on tour, obviously. Obviously. And, uh, he's a fiery competitor. He's not afraid to call out, you know, scam organizations like the USGA when they have shitty greens uh, <laughs> at their events. And I think that's what's necessary. I hope he goes to live. Can you give I us think the, everyone called him out that week? Can that you give us the take you gave on Thursday last week? Yeah. What would you like to hear? Um, just the take you had about the defending champion of the Memorial shooting what he shot and how there is uh, major champions competing on the live tour. Oh, I just think that, you know, generally speaking, that the live tour is the best tour in golf. And I think <laughs> that any, you know, talent is going to elect to go there over the tour because what the tour has become is a corporation, you know, that employs a bunch of people to do whatever they wish at any given moment. And you must comply to their rules. They take all the power away from the players. And live is really the future of golf, in my opinion. Why is it the future of golf? Well, it sets players up for majors, right? So anybody that wants to have a career in golf, they set their entire year up for four weeks out of the year. And playing 54 holes opens up the possibility to go home, get proper recovery, not wear your body out, your mind. People have no idea how crazy it is to travel for 40, 50 plus weeks a year on tour. And the live is basically your battleground to, you know, prepare and eventually go out and win majors as we've seen from guys like Brooks. Do you think we're going to have more major winners come out of the live this year? Oh, 100%, 100% this yeah. year. Yeah. Wow. I, I might deploy my entire net worth on uh, Bryson winning at LA. I think that it oh, is really? that high of a probability that he wins at LA. I really do. And he did play well. And why does LA set up good for Bryson? So LA is the best course in Southern California. Actually, it's the best course in California. I, I retract that statement. But <laughs> Double down. LA is a complete airport. You can hit the ball anywhere, and they they simply will not grow the rough thick enough, uh, you know, to punish anybody. And the greens are very benign. Bryson is one hundred percent the favorite, and obviously Brooks is the second favorite because he's a live wow, player. Wow, Live players are better than PGA Tour players. We all know that. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, Bryson uh, is my pick this week. I'm Bryson long, I'm over Brooks? live at L.A., obviously. <laughs> long Bryson live over Brooks? Okay. <laughs> long live. If Liv was a stock, I'd already be all in. <laughs> Everything is a Long stock. Long live at L.A. That, oh. oh, my God. What a quote that is. I do like Bryson's chances, though. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah. playing better. It is an airport. It's I've never played airport. It is a god that. dang airport. Yep. Okay, wow. I really like Bryson's chances, then. I'm just, I'm just curious how, what it's going to be. When's the last time the U.S. Open had a, high, a lower score than the PGA Championship? I think it very well could happen because it's, of how it could happen this year, yeah. benign the rough is. Like there is zero rough. Really? At LA. Zero. Oh, because it's so wide. I mean, even like the rough, like their rough is like a weak. I mean, if the ball sits down in the rough at LA, it's like a weak, wispy Bermuda. So like every, mm. all the balls are going to be flyers out of the rough, but the fairways are like 60 yards wide. Yep. And there is like so little rough like there if like after rough it just goes to dirt and you can hit the ball better out of dirt than you can rough so i've never played there but you don't think they can grow it out like at all 
in pre- in preparation for U.S. Open? I just don't think the the grass supports it being long yeah well a lot of it has to do with weather right so a lot of major championships are held in the summer obviously and a lot of those are held in new york there's like a very high percentage you guys will have to find that number of major championships that are held in new york and it snows all year right and then it rains so the rough inevitably is thicker Mm -hmm. la we've had the most rain that we've had in multiple decades so sure it could be a little bit heftier than what you'll see it, you know, the likes of Oakmont, but nonetheless, it's not as brutal by any means. Yeah, especially right. if it's if it's a wispy Bermuda, it's, it's going to lay right. down. It's a right, wispy right. Bermuda. Yeah, yeah, so it's going to lay down. So then the, the, their best bet is probably that they're going to mow it in opposite direction so it can grow more upwards. But when you grow it, it's like hair. Like, you can only do so much to it. Why do I compare grass to yeah, hair I was so just much? That. You love a good hair comparison. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. It's like a mat, like a you know, a jelly yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, PJ Tour rough or fairways are like you know, gel, yeah, jelly hair. hair. <laughs> yeah, they just they wouldn't be able to make it long enough to be able to play where they they can't hit out of it. It'll, it'll just glide right through. But I don't know what they're gonna they're they're gonna figure out a way to. You make can't it lose a ball. Can't lose wow. A Cannot lose a ball at LA. Why didn't Marion play so tough? It was 6,400 yards. Rough. That rough was thick. That rough was thick. And rough, narrow. Rough and Pennsylvania. firm, green, firm yeah. greens. Three ways to make a course hard for a tour player. Long, rough, firm greens, and wind. And at this point, they're going to have seen the firmest greens week in, week out without absolutely right. destroying the golf course. Yeah, I think they're going to get a cakewalk this week at the Canadian Open. I think the greens are going to be way softer than they've right. been the last two weeks. Yeah. We're going to see 20-plus under win this week. I mean, this week... We're, we've been arguing about it, but this week the greens are way too firm, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> you know that's uh, that's pretty common for the PGA Tour to miss how they set up courses nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, right? Obviously. Uh, nonetheless, the tour they just simply have fallen out of uh, you know reality in terms of setting up their courses to provide for correct viewership to provide the players with a good experience. So you agree um, it's too firm. It, it was for uh, an everyday PGA Tour event. Yeah, absolutely. It was playing like a major championship. Right. I do agree. It was playing like a major championship. But you week. like that. It was a little but too that's, that's the type of golf I personally enjoy watching. I'm not saying everyone has to enjoy really firm greens and hitting it all in the same spot, essentially. Um, Everyone's missing in the same spot. If you're if you're hitting out of the rough, yes, they're all going to No, even on the, the tee box. What was that par three? Everybody Every was long left. Three. Yeah, uh, every good shot on the part of threes I saw would just roll off. Which is, yeah, bounce off and be long. Like, Rory hit, like, three feet long and it bounced into the back of the bunker. <laughs> like, one hop into the back of the bunker. On what hole was that? But, but you know what i We start talking about how bad Rory is. <laughs> Look, okay. Anytime you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, we can start that. <laughs> well, okay. Let's not waste any time. <laughs> yeah, let's go right into it. Congratulations to Victor Hoffman for winning. Yeah, so Rory. What are things about Rory? You know, Victor, you know, man of the year today. We're going to talk about Rory. Day. You know, I, I do think that Victor is my number one pick to win the Open. I will say that. The Open Champion? I, I think the Open Championship I, or the U.S. I, Open? Great question. The British Open. Oh, because uh, Bryson DeChambeau is going to win the, the Open. Open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 The Sorry. Open. The Open. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, I think that Victor's a great, you know, person that should end up on Liv. You know, he's too good to be playing on the PGA <laughs> Tour. <laughs> it all goes back to He's Liv. too good to be playing on the yeah. PGA he's, Tour. He's too good to be playing on the PGA Tour. Well, the, the PGA Tour has become a development organization. For the best <laughs> <laughs> Elevated Corn right, Ferry so Tour. Back yeah. to the uh, back to Rory McIlroy. <laughs> hmm. Look, he 
he can't control his yardages on these short irons. It's disgusting to watch him play golf. You can't win a golf tournament hitting 16 greens on the weekend. And you cannot, you cannot just, win anything. And it wasn't that, I mean, at its one point on the back nine, he just couldn't keep the ball straight. But on the front nine, he hit the ball fairly straight, just could not control a single yard, which is blowing everything long. Yeah. And then he had that horrific wedge shot on that What's par five. What was what it? Six, seven, where he just seven. He was trying to be smooth with it, real saucy with it to that front pin because the greens are too firm and he comes up short right, like not even close. But I mean, I think if Tiger Woods is playing in like the Memorial this year, he's just hitting everything to the center of the green, taking his two putt, making his birdie when he gets an opportunity and moving on winning the tournament. Yeah. And I just don't think the players of today's generations have that or today's generation have that discipline. Victor did. Victor was like, I didn't try to go for the birdies. I just let the golf course come to me. Yeah, Victor did talk. He did say that. He said it didn't feel like I hit the ball my best. Or didn't I didn't hit the ball the best, but I played smart. And, and I didn't know, attack I, pins that I normally I, would attack. Yeah, and he said on the back nine on Sunday he wasn't attacking pins he normally would have attacked, and that's literally what it takes to win on the PGA Tour. It's not on on courses like set up like Memorial. It's a par fest. It's not a birdie fest. Yes. If you can make par, you're going to win the tournament. If you whereas other tournaments, the American Express, if you can't make birdie, you're going to lose. Right. And I hate. I mean, I hate tournaments like that. Just it is kind of cool, I must say, to have both styles. I think it, yeah, it is it's cool like to have both styles. Grass court and, and but tennis. that's what allows like guys like Ches Reeve to stick around for so long because he plays right. in all those tournaments and you know shoots his 15 under for four days, takes his 20th place check, and moves on. Well, really, the PGA Tour needs those soft setups, you know, so they can pad the official world golf rankings. That's really what it's all about. It's keeping around the guys that they want to have on tour, you know, that'll talk the corporate talk for them you know, without having them go out there and actually win. Because there's a lot of guys on tour that just simply cannot win. So they have to be able to play on soft setups so they can get by. Like Chaz Reedy? I mean, I could give you 50 names. There's that many bad players on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to begin? It's a catalog. Well, now they're going to have the, now they're going to have the uh, elevated events only be a limited field, just like the live. So now they're going to have the exact players that they want playing. Well, in the difference event. between live and the PGA tour is anybody on live can be a superstar, you know, at any week of the year, it's full of major champs. They all have a different caliber caliber of game. They all hit it a long way. They all putt really well. They have the mental game. It's the most elite tour in golf. I, I'll say it again, right? It's very clear. <laughs> so back to the Colonial. Rory Memorial. had to hit those shots where he couldn't control yardage. I mean, mostly because he was attacking pins he shouldn't have. But the only way to really attack these pins, if you're going to attack him, is to go high. And mm-hmm. to go shorter club, swing out of your ass, and hit it high. Nicholas said on... The telecast, he was like, I feel like Rory just swings as hard as he can and just goes full bore with everything. He, he needs to throttle back. The way these courses are set up, you really can't if you're going to attack pins. Agreed? I think yeah. you have to... The way this was... The way like I think like the tour is set up nowadays, you have to hit it as far as possible off the tee because there's no rough. It doesn't. Really, it's not that big a deal. Although, like, unless the greens are super firm, like they were last week, the rubs of the rough is a massive deal. It doesn't matter how long it is. Um, but then from there, it's just being able to just hit wedge in. It's just hit it as far as you can and hit hit wedge in because no no course is set up to hit seven iron in anymore. So, wouldn't you like it if it was softer so that more different, more versatile golfers have a chance? This I would is- like soft fairways and firm greens. That would be ideal. How firm? 
Because even with soft fairways, you're going to have to sky the ball to get to these pins. It's, it's, it's just like the NBA is all, they're all playing the same way, shooting threes from all over the world, right? And that's just the PJ Tour, the way that the, the courses are set up, it's kind of leading you to play one way of golf. Bomb and gash. Yeah. You know what I think? And I don't is, love uh, that. Too many folks are relying on metrics like strokes gained, and they have stopped relying on intuition and feel to guide themselves around the golf course. Like Rory, to me, encapsulates a you know science experiment. That's really what Rory has become. He wakes up in the morning. He checks his Fitbit. If his temperatures aren't right, he can't shoot a good score. He goes out. He's playing strokes gained. He's not even really Oop. playing golf. He, he just simply cannot feel his way around a golf course anymore, and that's why he can't compete in these big events. And that's why he can't win major championships anymore. But Bryson can? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I heard Bryson 100%. can't chip right now. 100%. Bryson is the definition of a science experiment. To some degree, yes. Yeah, to some <laughs> to degree, the right yes. degree. <laughs> to the right degree. Let's, let's put the it right this degree. way. Let's put it this way. To compare anybody in the game of golf right now to Brooks is insulting because Brooks is so much better Brooks is arguably the top athlete in the world right now. And it's not even close, really, if I'm being honest. He's dominant. He's throwing up Tiger statistics. Physically, he's impeccable. Mentally, he's, he's the best mental athlete in the earth right now. Mentally, I can agree. Yeah, yeah mentally, mentally, he's yeah. got it. He's got that dog. He's, he's unbelievable. I mean, especially after his Sunday on at the Masters and then coming back his Sunday at the PGA. Yeah. I mean, that... Walk in the That's park. True. Impressive. Kyle, a, Kyle Stanley-esque. Kyle, Stan- Kyle, yeah. Stanley. Kyle Stanley-esque. Yeah. Uh, Stanley, farmers yeah. to ma- uh, waste management. Yep. Yeah, true. There is a bet on... Uh, what, what, do we, what do we use? I don't know. Now you're hitting me in the sweet spot. What do you say about yeah. that? Oh, there's a bet on DraftKings for Brooks Kepka to finish top five in all four majors plus a thousand. Mm. Where That's can I, where can I fire? Send me a link. Not a, a bad link. bet. <laughs> Send me a referral link. Send me a link. Yeah, not to mention, as soon as in. I saw Victor Juan, I hammered him plus 600 to finish top 10 in all four majors. Good bet. Great bet. Top He's 10. been playing so well. This He's year. been playing really he well. Really and is. his game fits major championship golf really, really well. Does. Is this because Joseph Mayo? Oof. So for those who don't know, Joseph Short- Mayo is Victor's new swing coach. They may know him by Trackman Maestro on YouTube. Trackman Track Maestro, Maestro on yeah. YouTube. Um, I, I have a feeling they don't work on their swing all that much. I see more short game than a lot swing. of short game. Yeah. I mean, who game. knows? That's just what they've been posting. True. I, I don't think Vic needs a, a lot of work on his swing. I mean, I exactly. think his swing yeah. is, it's it's always been like that. he's always hit it very well. He's always just hit a high, like spinny fade, which right. is, mm-hmm. which honestly, like that's why I, I'll be, I was betting on Vic all weekend this weekend just because he hits a high spinny fade and I just liked him better on this golf course setup yeah. for the, like hitting his high spinny fade. Right. So right. I thought it was how slow his rate of closure is, how long he keeps the face open through the ball. I just thought that was going to benefit him at like last week and this week. Well, you know, we have four people here that love beautiful golf swings, but I'd also agree that we all can recognize that golf swings don't win tournaments. And yeah. Victor is a technician of getting the ball in the hole creatively under any condition. And, uh, you know, if there were more guys that had beautiful swings that could play on tour, you know, Mac O'Grady would be, you know, a 20-time major ta- major champ. 
Um, you know, a lot of folks that have perfect swings would have decorative careers, but a lot of them, you know, end up in an announcer's booth or on a driving range teaching people. Yeah, there's more good swings on Instagram than there are on tour. 100%. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, mentally, Mac won negative 20 majors, though, so that's why he has zero. Right. Yeah. Put some respect on Mac's name. <laughs> Mac said his dream was to lead the U.S. Open by two. Can you believe he said that? I know. Put it up to a foot and then pick it up and leave. <laughs> yeah. I could. <laughs> so nuts. Hey, I mean, you know what? In today's day and age, you can make a lot of money doing that. And back in mm-hmm. his era, you could not. He so. said he said that to he my was face. Ahead of his time I, for sure. I just thought I wanted to just slap him. I think he's a genius. Do you think he would do that though? I, I don't think, think he would, would do yeah. that. I, I don't think, think he would do that. Do you think he would? One hundred percent. He's that nuts. He's he's like that crazy. Like I like I don't think a human would do that. But I don't think like Mac is human. Like he's yeah. mentally not. Not normal. So for the ones at home, Mac O'Grady is a two-time winner on the PJ Tour. He is kind of the creator of the modern golf swing. Took it from the book, The Golfing Machine. He's kind of a mentor to to Austin and myself and to Nico, although never met him. Um, but he... Uh, the, the, the winning twice is probably the worst thing that could have happened because now he is... F- exempt for life for Monday qualifiers. And he's withdrawn out of every single one that he's played in for the last 25 years. <laughs> always signs up though. Always signs up in a different said. name. His original yeah. name is Philip. What is it? McGlenno. McGlenno. Yeah. Phil Mc, Philip McGlenno. So sometimes he'll be Philip Mac O'Grady, Philip O'Grady, Mac McGlenno, like all yeah. these different, he'll sign up as a different name. He can also hit it as good lefty as he can righty. I yeah. saw him do it at Birch Hills. We're back. Let's make our bets for this week. So we have the RBC Canadian Open, not to be confused with the RBC Heritage, not an elevated event. And Rory McIlroy is playing as a defending champ. So let's make our picks. It's a different golf course than it was last year. So once again, we have no info on the course. It's at Oakdale golf club where they had the Monday qualifier last year and not their usual Glen Abbey, which by the way, has that crazy tiger shot, that six iron from two ten over water. He pushed it. Yeah. That he was not trying to go. No doubt about sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the fact eight iron went like one ninety six was insane. Wasn't it six well, iron? Six iron from yeah. two, six two ten. Six iron from With yeah. old lofts and, yeah, but right against Grant Still, Wade. yeah, against Grant Grant, Grant Wade, Wade finished second. Yeah, out of, yeah. out of the bunker, two ten six iron. That's insane. Yeah, he blocked. It. I think he was trying to hit a high. It was slightly oh, yeah. downwind. One hundred percent, yeah. And that's why he slightly blocked it. Just shit on and high, and then yeah. blocked it. Worked yeah. out great. Yeah, worked out great. Yeah, is that one of Tiger's greatest shots or no? I think Luckiest that shot shots? is like people think it's an insane shot. I mean, it's an insane shot. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's one of his best shots. No, I, no, I think people just think better. it's crazy because it's out of a bunker over water and like, and that aerial view was pretty wild. Anyone else yeah, trying to hit sick. any shot out of a bunker over water. Yeah, that's <laughs> just true. Seems, yeah. Seems heroic. The Normal craziest day. Shot, <laughs> the craziest that. shot I've seen Tiger hit is the three iron from a hanging light in the bunker over the trees to like 15 oh, yeah. feet. Was that PGA? Yeah. PGA yeah. championship. That, was the wildest shot I've ever. I, yeah. I don't know how you could see it in the telegram. It goes straight up with a three iron. I've never seen anything like that. That was insane. I agree. That might be, yeah, definitely. Top That's five. still the craziest tiger shot I've seen. I think he missed the putt, but anyways, back to the RBC Heritage, uh, RBC Canadian Open. I'm going to do that at least six more times this podcast. <laughs> All right. We know nothing about this golf course. Austin and Maya fire away. What is your free bet of the week? Plus 150 to minus 150 odds. I'm going to fire. Uh, let's see who we got this week. I just had it a second ago. 
Charlie Hoffman minus 120 over Aaron Cockrell tournament matchup for the week. Uh, this is solely based off I don't know who Aaron Cockrell is. And because... Is she related to K Cockrells? She, she might be. Might be, yeah. Uh, oh, he or might he be. might be, sorry. My bad. Um, th- that's pretty much it. Um, Aaron Cockrell, I don't know who you are. Charlie Hoffman did shoot 9-under today in U.S. Open qualifying. Uh, did make it in the U.S. Open with that score. So I'm just hoping Charlie Hoffman rides this hot wave that he's on. Does have to travel uh, tonight to Canada, so that might, uh, you know, off-put him a little bit. But uh, I give him time to be rested by Thursday. He's going to be ready to go. Give me Charlie Hoffman over Aaron Cockrell, minus 120. I like it. I like it. Good luck to you, Aaron. Nico? Oh, no. <laughs> good, no, no go good Charlie. luck to Aaron. Okay, good go luck Charlie. to Charlie. Uh, free bet of the week. Corey Connors, a little outside of free bet, but Corey Connors plus 180 for top 10. Wow, that's a stretch for free. Yeah. I just said outside, but okay. he's he is, Canadian. He plays Canadian, well here. Yeah. Or I don't know if he plays well here, but plays well in Canada. Okay. We'll have the sure. crowd backing him. He's a good ball striker. I think can, it's a safe bet. You can bet. play well. I do think it's a pretty damn I think it's a pretty good free bet. Okay. Ryan? Well, I actually uh, refuse to wager on any PGA Tour events, so <laughs> I'm going to elect to give you guys advice on who I'm going to pick for the uh, U.S. Open. And it would be a full net worth deployment on Bryson. And if you wanted to elect to choose another player from the best tour in golf, I would say that that'd be Brooks Kepka, glory or bust. What odds do we have on those gentlemen to win the U.S. Open? You know, I believe it's uh, plus twelve hundred on Brooks. What is it on uh, Bryson? There's something that science uh, can't take into account and algorithms can't take into account, and that's the human spirit. And Brooks is playing from the human spirit. He's playing from the heart. So is Bryson, <laughs> and that's why I am so aggressively uh, ambitious on their chances of winning in two weeks. Bryson plus 6,000. Wow. <laughs> wow, 60 to 1 on Bryson. Trying to make everybody 60 rich. To one. I mean, you will make one. everyone rich at that. Glory or bust. Watch Bryson be like 45 to 1 by the time he tees off. Get it in now, folks. Yeah. Ryan has warned you. Uh, okay, back to the RBC Canadian Open. I am going to take Tyrell Hatton top 20 at minus 150. I just don't know who else to take. It says that accuracy is very important on this golf course. And Tyler hits it straight. I'm going to take Tyler Hatton. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. He awesome. has a matchup against Rory this week. I couldn't believe it. Tyrell did? playing or is he sitting yeah. out? Uh, Rory's playing. He made WD because, uh, you know, he got clapped again this weekend. So Well, it all comes down to what his Fitbit tells him to do, right? <laughs> That's true. His heartbeat might be off. Right. Pack it in. <clears throat> Can you believe Rory first round leader is plus one fifty? Really? That's just not how golf works. That's like I mean, even John Rahm when he played in Mexico was plus like three or four hundred first round leader. That was against a nobody field. I mean, Rory has some has I mean, he has competition this week as he does every week because he can't win right now. Um, I'm gonna go first round leader, Sam Burns plus eleven hundred. Mm. I like that bet. You like yeah. that bet? Yeah, I do. Could be another live player soon. He's been playing bad, right? Um, but good bet. Yeah, he's been playing bad, but this week he's going to play. Uh, just on <laughs> Thursday, he's going to play The first round well. is always where some random person goes off. Yeah, well, Sam like, Burns is kind of random because he's been playing bad. You'll get like uh, Ludwig Aberg to to be leading after the you first round. You know what's round. crazy? Ludwig Aberg 
is my bad bet of the week. Wow. <laughs> I, <laughs> top mean, 10 I just took the name I knew the least. <laughs> top 10 plus 550. Really good player. Just turned pro on shout out. No laying up. They were talking about trying to get him on the Ryder Cup team for the European side. He's a really good he's player. This good. He's Texas Tech. Number, I think he's the number two player in the country, and Gordon being number one. Ludwig, Nico Mendoza. What is your bad bet of the week? My bad bet of the of the week is going to be Michael Block, the the hero, plus forty five hundred for top ten. That is just an absolute hero. That is an absolute hero bet out of you. Yep, he's (laughs) he's a hero to us all, and I think he is this week for me. Got it. All right. Well. That was the shortest segment of us betting of all time. Let's do. Let's do. This. I can throw in some more if you want. I you got know, plenty. Let's, let's do, do this live. Let's do this live real quick. So we're gonna try to keep track for this year of uh, if we're playing with fake money, who wins the most. I I love this. Okay. So, what what are we gonna say? Let's say we put five hundred on the safe bet and on the free bet, and then a hundred on the bad bet. Or let's just say we start out with a fake thousand, and you wager your thousand however you like every week. Yeah, because like I don't want to put a lot on my not so safe picks. Right. I feel I very agree. not safe about whoever I pick. Yeah. Sam Burns. Um, I'm gonna go. Let's see. My odds were so I had minus one twenty on Charlie Charlie Hoffman. I'm gonna put 120 bucks on Charlie Hoffman uh, to win 100, and I'm gonna put 30 bucks on Sam Burns first round leader. So I'm in the hole 150 right now. Okay. I will put. You know, I, I really believe in, in Adberg. So I'm going to go wow, $200 okay. on Adberg and $800 on Tyrell Haddon. Just I think putting Tyrell it all out there. Yeah. <laughs> Josh could take a big lead or he might be starting <laughs> out. He might be reloading the account. What are you talking about? So we have $1,000 a week. I'm just saying like $1,000 and we're just going to see how far we can take this 1000 for the next oh, few weeks. For the, oh, for the entire... I thought you were saying 1000 a week. Yeah, until someone has to reload and then when someone has like to reload... Week, we, maybe. I kind of like doing 1000 a week. Oh, 1000 a week? Yeah. Okay, I got or nine. A, yeah. I got nine ninety on Charlie Hoffman and 10 on Sam Burns. Love then. it. No, okay, that's that actually smart. Sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. What are the odds on uh, Ogilvy missing the cut this week? Oh, Former US Open champ at Wingfoot. Uh, it should it should be like negative two hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right. it's an automatic full deployment. On, on <laughs> yeah. That does sound like yeah. a full deploy. That does sound full deploy. I mean, calling yeah. the troops back at the truck. He just wants a nice little vacay. I think <laughs> yeah. with the family. Yeah, just you know, the nice time of year probably up in Toronto. You know, Jeff <laughs> was another player that was kind of ruined by Tiger, but you know, nonetheless, still a major champ. Yeah, major champ because of Phil. Right. Thank you, yeah. Phil. Shout out. Almost a billionaire, Phil. <laughs> Almost a billionaire. He had a great episode on Twitter. Though, oh, he, he's been he's on been it. Firing he, on Twitter. He, was, he played it kind of coy during the Masters, and now that it's he's over, he's, Daddy Phil's back. He's just been full sending it. Daddy Brandle Phil brought him is back. Brandel brought him back. Brought him back. F. Brandel. You know, you could tell that <laughs> Phil is really not a businessman because he's elected Piers Morgan to conduct the uh, moderator interview between the two of them to settle this little issue. And you could not pick a puppeteer uh, who is worse for settling any debate than Piers Morgan. Uh, <laughs> Piers Morgan going from, from a judge on some singing show to now a Piers Morgan who, yeah. like, has real real opinions. I didn't see that he chose that, but that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> mystery of the Matrix. That's hilarious. <laughs> we might have to cut this entire podcast out. All right, Nico. Okay, so we got thousand dollars. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go nine. I'm kind of gonna go with the same thing. Nine ninety on Corey Connors top ten. 
Wow. Plus 180 because I do not have faith in Michael Block, my <laughs> bad bet. I thought you were going to go 999. No, and, I'm going to try to make some money with, with Michael and get uh, $10 on Michael. Uh, top 10 plus 4,500. I don't know why you couldn't just go like top 40 and get your plus 500. You know, I'm trying to make some. Money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that'll be fun. We'll, we'll keep a tally for the whole yeah, year. I like that. What does the, we need, what's is the Ryan, loser going to have oh, to do yeah, a Ryan's, punishment? Yeah. What's Ryan going to deploy on each of his players? Yeah. Ryan, you going to well, split him even? No, no, absolutely not. It, it'd be 100% deployment on Ogilvy missing the cut this week. A thousand on it? Yeah. A thousand bucks. <laughs> I love that. On Olga, just straight a thousand bucks Whatever on Olga if he missing uh, the cut. Yeah. Whatever it and is. Whatever it is. Fair. Yeah. yeah Very fair. A good bet, I, it's actually. probably, if I had to give odds to that, I would say it's like negative 200. We'll look into it. So, like, we'll say yeah. you're going to profit 500 bucks off this deployment of a yeah, thousand. It's, it's a chip shot for a victory. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Through, a little bump around. Two, two yeah. foot putt. Yeah. All right. So, should the loser have to do a punishment at the end of the year? Yeah, I think the loser at the discuss. end of the year who's in the biggest debt from sports definitely betting needs to do something. definitely needs to do something. We'll to talk recuperate about it. their bet. Yeah, yeah. to recuperate or just That'll to apologize to the listeners about how poorly their selections were. I was I was saying we should play around. The loser has to play around a golf in a suit. I would do that because I'm most likely going to be the loser. So <laughs> I, w- I would do that. I'd like to see him run some stadiums in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the I like the running in the no stadiums. Dress shoes I do like that. Stadiums, we're, I mean, all you guys are familiar with that. I'm not, but I have done it before and it's it's not fun. No. Not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. That in, not in dress shoes and a full not on dress suit. shoes. That's dangerous. I think the I think the pants dress are more shoes, dangerous totally, than the dress shoes. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather you start have, sweating, I'd rather start have shoes and 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 pants than the toe, dress the, shoes the, and non-pants. The toes are longer than normal. You might yeah, catch a true. toe on going up the stairs. Uh, after we, could, a we could debate this later. Yeah, but we'll yeah. talk about I, I like the suit running stadiums. I kind of like that for the loser. <laughs> it's pretty sick. Or in a Speedo. Or in a Speedo. Nah, nah that's too much. Yeah. Might get canceled. I'd want to see Kyle run stadiums in a Speedo. <laughs> well, when you put yeah. it like Maybe that. Maybe other people might too. You put it like that, yeah. That does sound entertaining. I'd actually love to see Kyle run in a suit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Either way. Yeah. We're back with the leaderboard. This is our version of the draft. And as the honorary guest, Ryan Tetral is going to get to pick the subject of the week. Ryan, what is the subject of the leaderboard this week? Top three courses in Cali. Top three courses in California. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't know very many courses. Is it ones we've played or anything? No, just anything. Perfect. Anything. You had to have played it, the course. Oh. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, well, that makes you it way harder. If you played the course, I, you can't give an accurate That's why answer. I asked. Yeah. I played 2K. All right. 2K. I played 2K. Ryan, as a guest, you okay. get the first pick. It is a snake draft. So once it's the fourth pick, it'll come back to you twice. What is your first pick? LACC. The site of the U.S. Open. Fair. Safe bet. Don't need to say much about that. <laughs> Why? Well, it's uh, it's an airport first and foremost, so it does not prioritize uh, the least important aspect of the game, which is driving. Okay, <laughs> so you can go out there bombing a mile long, and uh, you do have to manage your putter pretty well because the greens can get pretty slick, but they're not overly punishing. And of course, it is the best piece of real estate in all of California and SoCal. Best piece of real estate. It is, yes. I would actually agree with that. Yeah. You just like being in the concrete jungle. I actually don't, but it's uh, it's irreplaceable. <laughs> <laughs> irreplaceable. Oh, man. All right. Austin, we'll go this way. 
I have to pick this as my number one. The course I grew up on as a kid, Hacienda Golf Club. Ooh, soft spot. That's a great. I, pick. I just can't not pick that as great my pick. first one. I can't great let pick. anyone else pick Played that there either. Today, actually, it's in great shape. Great pick. Um, I mean, where do I begin? Uh, there's not a bad hole unless you're playing ten and eleven. Um, <laughs> but every other hole on the property, I mean, you you can't go wrong. I mean, if they can redesign ten and get the fairway to slope the opposite way. Uh, that make the hole much better. And 11, if they can make it drivable, I would say. Beautiful. Okay. All right, number one number one pick of golf courses in Cali will be Lake Merced. Mm. Great Just course. a great, great design. Yeah. Played it once. And, I mean, I love all the golf up there, but I would great love pick. to play more. But that's a great, great course. That course, too, is semi-airporty. Yeah, semi you can't lose it. Off yeah, you can't lose it. You'll, you you'll have rough, a shot. You just can't lose it. Yeah, that's, I like that. It. Just trees. Yeah, very just nice. Big trees. Just nice big pines. Big trees. Yeah. Just nice trees. It's just always cold there. I kind of like that. It's just, but it just but breaks my brain. Like I, I one time is crazy, flew yeah. to Sacramento to teach for a bit, and then drove over for an AJGA at Lake Merced, and it was 103 at Sacramento. The very next day, it was 71 and foggy and cold, and it felt like 50. And I had a jacket, and I was just freezing. In the I, middle of summer. Yeah. I love the weather there. Well, North I do Cal love is basically that. a different state, so it's it's not Correct. shocking that it's below freezing there most of the year. <laughs> it is crazy how Sacramento is just so hot, though. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then San Francisco, yeah. or the Bay, is just so cold. All right, my pick. I am going to just take, I'm going to go chalk. I'm going to take Torrey Pine South. Mm, good pick. Ooh. Ooh, Ryan was eventually going to pick that if you didn't. Wow, that's a great pick. <laughs> a lot of people think it's a very average layout and A-plus land. I just enjoyed it. It was hard. It was long. It was, it was too long for me to even realize whether it was a good course or not. All I know is that it was tough and it was fun. It's one of the best golf courses. I, love I, that course. I agree. Yeah. I had a great it. time. Phenomenal. Yeah. It's the great best design. The best design one to 18. There's not a bad yeah, hole in the I golf agree. course. It's back to my turn. And I'm going to take Olympic Club. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Good pick, I was, but a little too tight. I was going <laughs> to throw that in the rotation. No airports. On, I do like Lake Merced more than Olympic. That's my second pick. All right, Nico, back to you. So my second pick will be Poppy Hills Golf Course, also in Northern Cal. Great golf course. Yeah, it's I've never played it. So good. It, it was so good. Kind of like like we said, but I'd say a little harder actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it was pretty tough from the back. Lake Merced is hard. Yeah, I, th- I think Poppy was harder. I'm gonna go with my number two pick, and it's going to be Paso Tiempo in Santa Cruz. Oh, see, I wanted to pick that. I, I never to play played that. it. One of the best yeah. designs ever. I mean, one of the uh, arguably the best course designer ever, and Allison McKenzie. It has has his favorite hole on it, hole sixteen, uh, which Tiger historically four putted in college, uh, made that hole a little bit more famous than it was. Not really an interesting hole. It's just three wood wedge off the tee. So I don't know why it's Allison McKenzie's favorite hole. I mean, the green is the green's ridiculous. Uh, I personally also four putted at Pasa Tiempo on hole eight. I uh, hit the <laughs> hit the green, made double. Uh, I was on the back of the green. Green's about forty paces deep, and 
I put it off the front of the green from the back of the green. Naughty, I mean, ball just went past the hole and it never stopped. So you technically three putted because the putt from off the green isn't. Yeah, included. I putted yeah. it off the green from being on the back of the green. Yeah, I mean, so I put it not like. Putt. Yeah, I, I, don't beat yourself. I mean, I, I killed. I mean, I hit. I must have hit the putt super pure because it went fifty yards longer than I was expecting. Center, um, center phase. But just, I mean, beautiful golf course. You can't yeah. can't go wrong. Has some great views, great holes. Uh, finishes on a par three, which is interesting. Uh, but past the tempo, can't go wrong. All right. Yeah, good pick. Ryan, you got two picks, your last two picks. Number two is, of course, Hacienda Golf Club, which Austin has already mentioned. But number seven is actually the best par five in all of golf. Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a number very... seven? Yeah, a very steep, sloping fairway right to left. Uh, your second <laughs> shot has to be extremely precise. Uh, and, of course, you have the beautiful view of the creek. And uh, the Hacienda Clubhouse, Tiger Woods uh, famously hit it on that green in two shots with a seven iron, and he also won an event at that course. I'm not sure if you know which one was that. Cal State AM, I believe. SCGAM. Okay. SCGAM, yeah, I think that's what it was. But nonetheless, any course that Tiger has won at is automatically in the best uh, in the world. Shot, uh, shot the course record. He did. 62, I, right? You're not 62. allowed to pick a course that's already been picked. It's a draft. All right. So you'll know next time. I digress. You got to pick another one. (laughs) Oh. Ooh. Stickler. Ooh, wow. That's very tough. Well, no, it's because Snake Draft, so you got to pick again. Ooh. I'll let you you take Hacienda as well. Yeah, Hacienda. I will pick, uh, golly, that's a tough question. Ooh. You have three ready? That's what what this is. (laughs) Yeah, well, you stole mine with uh, Torrey Pine South. (laughs) Who wasn't going to take Torrey Pine South? It's brilliant. Uh, (laughs) Golly, I'll say... I'll say Oak Creek Golf Club, which is where, Oak, which Creek. Oak Creek Golf Club, California, yeah, which is which is where I grew up. So it, it inevitably it's has home. a soft spot in my heart. Uh, I won so many golf bets on that golf course; <laughs> it's hard to oh fit them all into goodness. a single checking Oak account. Uh, but that is where I started the game, and uh, Oak Creek holds a special place. In Oak my heart. Creek, I love that. Whew. All right, Nick, uh, Austin. Number three, this can't be left off the list. Riviera Country Club. Have you played there? I have played there. Wow. Um, I mean, the tour tour displays it every year as one of the best golf courses that they play all year, and that's not a lie. I mean, uh, aside from the Kikuya Rough, love the Kikuya Fairways, hate the Kikuya Rough. Uh, <laughs> it's just all all around a, a really good design. I mean, bunker in the middle of the green on hole six, two fairways on hole hole eight. Uh, I don't know why PGA Tour players go for the right fairway on hole eight. It makes no sense. Um, saw Tiger chip out of the bunker on hole eight this year to make bogey. Uh, just, just a great course. Can't leave off the list. Great course. Back nine is just insanely good. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't find a better back nine in golf. You know, I will call an audible on my third pick, and I will actually add Satakoy Country Club into this. Ooh. Oh my, Satakoy! That is sucks. a that is no. a you don't like great if, design. If you have not heard of no, Satakoy, go ahead and pull it up on it. Google and uh, just walk yourself through the layout and imagine forty mile an hour winds with greens that are rolling twelve on the stimp on a Monday of, <laughs> on a Monday. of, of any given week. And that is Satakoy Country Club. <laughs> You're just so, a big. You have a soft spot in your heart for William Bell. I do. Yeah, William yeah. Bell is a absolute legend in the game of golf. Willie B. Willie, Willie B. B does yep. have some good ones. Uh, the LPGA played there last year, and that's Danielle Kang's one of her home courses. 
and they forced the greens to be slow. They ran at about a seven because the slopes are so severe. Daniel King was pissed. <laughs> the greens are so bad. Seven. Which is yeah, they just they just forced him to slow it down. It's like a seven or an eight Jeez. from what I heard. All right. Nico? For my third pick, I will be going with a crowd favorite, I believe, Goose Creek golf course. Good oh, course. for a public. For a public Great. Course. Another course. another airport esque yeah, design. You can hit it anywhere. Great course. Ryan really took his fist and just shoved it up our ass by not allowing us to pick courses that we haven't played. I agree. <laughs> I agree. That was big. Like none sure. of us could pick Pebble. I mean, I know, Pebble? Yeah. Honorable mention, Ben Brown. Ben Brown's a good track. I haven't played there yet. Uh, oh my it's on my list. Ben First Brown. hole, great hole. I mean, every hole is good. The greens are impeccable they are. for for a nine hole or a nine hole muni. Is that the one off the mats? No, is this is in Laguna. Ben oh, Brown's oh, in Laguna, I've just off that. PCH. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that's great. It's wonderful. Great place to take your significant other if you uh, would yeah. like to. Very romantic. Good to know. Rancho Santa Fe, also uh, honorable mention. Hate very, that place. Very good golf course. These courses are course god sucks. awful. <laughs> Rancho Santa Fe. Rancho's not bad. I know, but they're not the top three courses in yeah, California. Rancho Santa Fe. Now, yeah, we're getting, that, like the the we're getting a little off the rails. We're getting a little off the rails. Everyone's going to listen to this being like Ben Browns. Okay, I'll, I will give <laughs> you We're getting a, hidden gems now. These are hidden gems. I will give you a sleeper. I, I didn't want to come across as being super arrogant and naming a very exclusive golf course, but I will say tradition in Palm Desert. Not oh, too many, oh, we not, didn't name any Palm Springs courses. Not too many courses. folks have played tradition, but Arnold Palmer used to uh, live on that golf course. He's a member. A lot of uh, very famous CEOs. I've had the pleasure of playing there. That is 100% in the top five at the very least. Oh, you should have yeah. said that. Yeah, you yeah. definitely should You started out with LACC and said, I didn't want to go too, too high end, of course. Well, LACC, <laughs> so it has a lot of mystique, but it's also you know going to get a lot of publicity. Uh, in the next two weeks, so it's kind of be it's going to be unveiled <laughs> to the public. That is, mainstream. and I've heard like I played LA in 2012. That's the last time I played, only time I played it. And when I was there in 2012, it was like we're never letting an outside event in. It's right. never going to happen. Like it was like only members are playing LA and their guests, and that was the way it is. And honestly, I'm kind of excited to see the u.s open there because yeah. i think it's such That's a walker cup there in 2016 yeah, yeah that was yeah. like that was the like the opening of like allowing outside events right. in was the walker cup and, and then they had the ncaa's there as well max Homer yeah, Shot, max course record 61 that's right uh, the head pro said the morning of that event that he doesn't think anyone will break par he didn't think anyone was going to shoot under 70 and max Homer shot 61 so wow dang I, that's Max also why I do believe that the U.S. Open will be extremely low this year. Yeah, yeah. people Just, underestimate how good these guys really are, and how easy LA is. Like it is easy. It's yeah, not it's, by no means is it tough. It's beautiful. I mean, beautifully beautiful aesthetically to the eye, but it has zero degree difficulty really. Yeah, when I picked it as my number one course in California, by no means did I, you know, imply that it was the hardest. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do hope that the uh, golf media does not take away from LACC is, you know, the mystique and the uh, history of the course. Lionel Richie lives on the course. The Playboy, Playboy Mansion. Mansion is on the course. You can hear the uh, the peacocks uh, if you're behind one of the tees. I won't tell you which one it is, but I hope that they don't miss all of these really important highlights because it all <laughs> makes LACC, you know, what it is. Yeah, the mystique of LA. Right. Yeah. Right. I and feel like the, they're really going to highlight those. I mean, so. the exclusivity of being a member at LA, it's not like you have, you're worth 200 million and you can get in LA. Like you have no. to know the right people. You have to go through 
uh, extensive interview process to, to become a member. You have to know 10 members there. You have to have dinner at their house. Uh, Hugh Hefner was rejected multiple times, so it has a ton of history. Yeah. I, I love that about courses that are Seek. just like exclusive and they don't allow just because someone is Tom Brady, they don't allow them in. Right. All right, for my last pick, since Ryan took his fist and shoved it up my ass, <laughs> I'm going to take Monarch Beach Golf Links. Oh, God. Wow. Monarch, Monarch Beach. You just, wah, wah, what wah. else is there? To, okay. Yeah, you just Historic venue of Kyle Da Silva, our very own, putting it into the ocean. Is that where it was? The yeah. whole three. He put it into the ocean. I, I mean, bad. not well, not it was three. Now not it's a literally. Oh no, it is three. Yeah. yeah, not literally into the ocean, but he putted it out of bounds onto the beach. He was putting and hit it ob. Yeah, How has he was nobody chosen black gold golf club. I mean, it is one of the. I thought best, about it. It's, it's been it's been pretty. <laughs> it's been pretty like things. overblown at this point by golf. It's in good shape though. It's in good shape. I know. I mean, it's phenomenal. It really is. It, it is getting a, a fun it is getting a lot of hype. It's one of the now. best in Orange County. I have sure. a massive scramble there next week, so maybe I should get a massive scramble. Yeah. Well, in terms of of wagers and how you can have massive swings on that course from people hitting balls out of bounds, I yeah. mean, it's one of the best for sure. It is this best. This did not go the way I thought you it was going to go. You would really County like sure. De La Viaga in Santa Cruz, which neighbors Paso Tiempo. Every what? hole you can hit it out of bounds. I used to play a, a junior tournament there. Oh, I am wow. going to change my pick. Okay, here we go. Sandpiper. Oh, okay. my yeah, pick. That's, yeah, that's fair enough. Great course, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Great, great switch from that's Monarch. That's better than Monarch, and I've, yeah. and I've actually played it. That's way better than Monarch. Yeah, yeah Monarch is... Monarch is a resort course. Nice course. Side of uh, Bob Does Sports with Josh Allen, but that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, we can talk more about golf courses. I would love to keep going. Yeah, I could tell. We could. Well, that should was a we, bad Should balance. we pick a fourth? No, we're out of time. Three worst? <laughs> we're out of time. Two right. worst. We're out of time. Honorable mentions? <laughs> I've already picked two or three, so I'm tapped out. <laughs> well, that was a bad balance podcast. Thank you to Ryan for showing. Thank you for yes, having us. Thank you, guests. Ryan. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.